Lohi, that means hello in Pig Latin. Um, like Amscray the X-Gray. Which I think means go away or something. I never understood it and I never knew how to did it. To do it. To do it. Not to did it. To do it. But Elho and it's really nice to be back. Even though I was back last week, but... Let's get it started in hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> so, before we get into what happened this week, what my week was like, I want to discuss some current events and... I Love New York is having a I Love New York reunion show. But the real question is, is can we have a New York versus pumpkin boxing match? The best state? Well, I'm from Jersey, but I do love New York. Versus the best fruit or vegetable? Pumpkin? But that's also not the best fruit or vegetable, whatever it is. Um, I, I think that would be that would be a blockbuster event. Like, I think that would get more views than than the presidential debate. You know, and if that were to happen, I would buy merch right away. I would be at the show. I would be right in the front with um with my I Heart New York shirt. And not I Heart New York like NY, like I Heart New York with New York's face on it. And honestly, like, if you want to just see iconic television just search new york versus pumpkin it's the second one on youtube and it has 1.6 million views i have to quote some of my favorite lines so prepare yourselves so just to give you a little synopsis pumpkin goes well first of all they have to choose who's going home and then pumpkin gets chosen to go home and as Pumpkin's ready, getting ready to leave, her and New York go at it for the love of Flava Flav. And Flava Flav's like, come on, Pumpkin, New York, come on, come on. This is my house, come on. And Pumpkin's all like, New York's the aspiring actress, New York. And there's like a little pitter-patter between the both of them. And then New York is like, well, that's why you're getting the boot. That's why you're getting the boot. And... Then they do like a shot of New York and New York's talking um, to the camera and she's like, and she says, Pumpkin's telling Flav that I'm an expiring actress. Yeah, I am, but I'm here for the right reasons and Flav knows that. And then Pumpkin's like, if you want a real girl, pick hoops, pick hoops. If you want a real girl, pick hoops. And then New York's like, bye, Pumpkin, bye, Pumpkin. And then Flav of Flav interjects. I was shocked. Because New York and Pumpkin are really getting heated with each other. And then Pumpkin calls New York a fat-ass, transvestite-ass bitch. And these aren't my words, people. I'm just narrating this event. So don't shoot the messenger. And then New York says, bye, Pumpkin. Bye, Pumpkin. Again. And then Hoops interjects and she says, that's crazy. Pumpkin proceeds to hug Hoops. And then New York responds with, while Pumpkin hits her with the iconic, well, at least I don't look like a pumpkin. And then New York responds with, at least I don't look like a fucking man and you need to get a facelift to get rid of those crow's feet. New York also says, make your exit, get her out of here. 
And then this whole time, the Animal Planet music comes in where there's like a jaguar hunting the gazelle. That music's like... In the background. And then this is where it gets wild. And Pumpkin goes, actually, I can slap the shit out of you. And then New York goes, do it! Slap me, bitch! Because that's when she gets spit on. And then Pumpkin makes a run for it. But as she does, New York grabs her just like goes in for the for the attack and just grabs her by the shoulders and just just gets her where if she were to actually get her it would have went down but like pumpkin is still still like uh fumbling away and she falls forward a little bit and then she hits her head on the camera and then she runs off and new york is just she can't believe what just happened because she just got spit on and then They go to a shot of Pumpkin talking to the camera and she says, also they show the spit in slow motion and New York takes off her heel and Flava Flav goes, nah, you got to leave for real. That's fucked up for real. And then Pumpkin walks out and as she's speaking to the camera, this is what she says. And Hoops goes, and then she's, um, Pumpkin's talking to the camera and she goes, you know, like New York is just so fucking fake and like Flav tries to make an excuse for, I'm sorry. And then New York goes after her. She wants to. And then Flava Flav holds her back because she says, oh, and her spit smells like shit. Smells like straight up shit. And um, she finds out that the spit is not only in her hair, but on her chin. And that is the end of the iconic fight. I just wish I know that there's still anger there. So I wish that they would be able to showcase that in a boxing ring. I would 100% like I have a very large amount that I would pay to see that and I'm team New York all day every day. I just feel like even though it's been what like 10 years I think that needs to have a solid ending and I think a lot of my life would be fulfilled if I did see the proper ending to this fight but we can only hope and if they were to do that in 2020 the year wouldn't be a total waste and what I narrated was only two minutes of the fight and I didn't want to use the actual audio because I don't want to get copyrighted or anything so I did it myself so I hope that my recap did it justice but you if you haven't seen it you must watch it just go search it anywhere it's worth the watch and it will change your life and it's something that you will never ever forget. Flav describes it best when he says, Ooh, I don't like that. That made me want to. One day I want to sit here and record the whole thing. Maybe I'll do that one day, depending on the reception I get from this. But that was only two minutes of the iconic six minutes on the internet. And if I recall correctly, New York didn't even win. Hoops won. But honestly, that was that that is the most iconic thing I've ever seen on on reality television, maybe television in its entirety, the history of television, the history of television. Like, I'll never forget that when I die, there's going to be a part of my brain that is, will just have that memory. And it's not even my memory. And also, I love that Flav calls a pumpkin. And and that's also where like if somebody spits on me it's over like that's that's where that started when i saw that i was a child when i was a child i said no one will ever spit on me and if they spit on me it doesn't matter if it's like a bodybuilder i'm going to go after them 
even though if I know that the outcome will be not beneficial on my behalf, I have to I have to go after the person out of self-respect because I can't allow that. But that's where that came from because I saw that at a very young age. So. So if somebody spits on me, that's when you're going to see a brand new side of Mary Grace that you've never seen. And then honestly, I've only seen glimpses of it. But when it happens, I think the stars and moon will align. And I'll have like, you know, like there's like a, when you like a, like a flight or fight reaction, it's going to be like that. So who knows what's going to happen? I might end up doing some like black belt karate stuff because who knows what's what's deep inside of me because mentally I know if somebody were to spit on me something will happen I will react in a way that is probably violent but who knows what will happen because I don't even know what will happen so I don't know like I hope it never happens but if it does it just will be something it'll be like if there was a Mary Grace history book that that's what that would be huge but yeah, I don't see that happening anytime soon, but I just think my 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 physical reaction will just be like something I've never known. So that's all I have to say about that, really. I have nothing else to say. And I just love like as I'm rewatching the video, they have like a missile sound, they have animal sounds, they have a puppy cowering sound, and then they have like a car accident sound. So that really makes it like the soundtrack really makes the video. So you have to check it out for yourself. Highly recommend 10 out of 10. So also this week I was listening to the Joe Rogan Experience, which is Joe Rogan's podcast, and he had Post Malone on it. And this is from two months ago, but I heard about this episode through a conspiracy theorist podcast that I listened to. And on this episode, they were talking about conspiracies, which I want to get more into on this podcast, but I just had to decide how far into the rabbit hole I want to go but there's just a lot of experience a a lot of experience there's a lot of interesting things there and I would love to just bring it up talk about it and then see what you think about it as well but I just love seeing things from all different angles and then thinking about it in my own way and then seeing how I feel about it but I just think that there's a lot of interesting things to look at and it doesn't hurt to see what somebody else has to say because a conspiracy theory is only a conspiracy theory until it turns out to be reality and that's not for all of them but some of them have been true so it's just really interesting to hear these people talk about it and how things connect in ways that you would never think they would so on the podcast they talk about conspiracies ghosts aliens and they also spoke about that time where post malone was on some show where they look for ghosts and they had this thing called like a dybbuk box and that's where like it's it's like it's an item that a ghost supposedly has clung to and they put the the ashes of a woman that was possessed on top of it and the guy that the ghost hunter actually had like a very weird reaction and Post Malone almost got into a car accident that week. His plane almost crashed. He had like scratch and bite marks on his, I think it was scratch marks on his neck and back. 
So, like, that stuff, I completely believe in, and I don't mess with that stuff. Like, I would never, like, they had the thing when I was younger, like, say Bloody Mary three times into a mirror. I would never do that. Never do that. And, like, that stuff I don't mess with. Like, the the dark side of that, I don't. Like, I believe in psychics, and I'll get to that later. But, uh, yeah, and I, I want to take notes on that, because there's just a lot of interesting conspiracy theories that I would like to talk about on this podcast that I feel... A lot of them can connect to what's going on today. So we'll definitely discuss that in the future. I need to see which ones I want to talk about and we'll get into that. Um, and they were like, hi. So that's just interesting. And you you wouldn't think the conversation would be that, you know, deep. And it, it, it goes there. So it's very cool. And I also spoke about, you know, what I would go dumpster diving for. And Amy Winehouse, I would absolutely go dumpster diving for. She's my favorite artist of all time. And that's not a disrespectful way. If you didn't listen to last week's podcast, there are certain things I would go dumpster diving for and anything Amy Winehouse, I would. Moving on. But also, if there's any kind of conspiracy theories that you're interested in, DM me, message me, email me, because I would love to do research on some of these things and be able to talk about it. So, moving on. Moving on. So, there's also this app called Pattern, and you're supposed to, like, enter your birthday and your exact time that you were born and then it's supposed to tell you things about your life like things that how could an app be able to know these things and like that makes me think like because your data is always being shared everywhere so I'm just wondering do they know about my data and what I search and my social media maybe that's how they're able to get some of this information I didn't do it because they share like your information to third parties which honestly like all social medias do that but I just feel like uncomfortable knowing that they do that so I I haven't gotten it but I might because I do want to see what it says but it's just very like I'm super I'm super perturbed super interested in what they have to say because they say things like if you put like your friend's birth date and their time of birth, like it's it's crazy how it can reflect, you know, certain things about your friendship or relationships. And, you know, some people have said it's like super spot on and how could this app know this? So that really piqued my interest. But then it's crazy because they also have people that have said like this is super depressing and it's making me like look at my life differently and that's also also interesting too because some some people might be like wow this is cool you know this could be something or wow I can take this for what it is and then some people could be like wow like this 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 seems to be like controlling my life this hypothesis of what my life is or what my life could be and it's also scary because they have like a suicide hotline sort of kind of connected to it so if after you read that you feel like wow I feel like this thing knows my life and maybe it knows the outcome of my life that you can call that which I just found a little disturbing and it's they just said like it's not for people who are like you know not really like they said if you're like like in a weak state you shouldn't be on there because you can really get lost in what it says so that's just really creepy to me but I I do believe that the time you're born and all that astrology stuff does have some kind of some kind of connection to your life. I do believe that. I don't I don't believe like if you're an Aquarius, 
I can't date you because I'm a cancer sign. And that doesn't match because you're stubborn and I'm stubborn. You're stubborn and I'm outgoing. Like, I don't believe that. I think that's ridiculous because just because you're a Virgo doesn't mean you embody those traits or anything else. But also then does that mean it makes you think like, okay, so anybody born September 16th at the exact moment I was is going to be just like me. Like, I don't believe that. I do believe because it is interesting and it's no joke. I'm not like, cool, like this just matches everything I am, the the Virgo horoscope. Like, you know, some people I think connect these dots that aren't there for themselves because they want to believe, yeah, I'm a total Virgo. But these things are really, this is 99% of that is who I am, the traits and characteristics. And I'm not a big astrology person. So, I mean, but there's certain people like they, they line up rocks and then they say I'm a Virgo three times and something happens, whatever. But that's not me. But that stuff really is spot on. But then, like, if I'm putting my, into the app, if I'm putting my date of birth and the time I was born, does that mean everybody is going to have that same kind of, you know, life path and past and future? Like, I don't believe that. So I don't know how they get that. And that makes me think that they're taking some of my other information to be able to procure this information. So I'm a little iffy about it, but I do want to see what it has to say. I just wish I could have somebody else use their phone because I don't want to give out my information. But honestly, I have sergeants calling me. I have pastors texting me and they all have my information. How? I don't know. And I had a long, long conversation with Sergeant Thomas about how I don't want to join the army and I'm not ready. And I said, no disrespect, but I don't want to join the army. I don't know how you got my information. So he's called me a few times. So back to what I was saying with um, psychics. I, I believe in that. I've gone to a psychic a few times with my family. There's this like, you know, New Jersey renowned psychic. And she was like a nun previously. And I want to see if I can get the tape on here because uh, she tapes it on like a little little thing that has the it has like the the film on there, not the film, but you know you know what I'm talking about that little that little strip on there. But I don't know where that is. It was in my mom's purse last time I checked, and she's changed purses like ten times since then. So I have no clue where that is. But when I find it, I want to see if I could play it on because you have to play it on a tape recorder, and I don't have a, a tape recorder readily available. But when I do, I want to play it on here, and then we can dissect it. But there's things you could be like, oh, no, no, no. Some things, of course, are not spot on. And, and that's like, where did that come from? I don't know wh who that's about or who's coming through or what does that mean in context to my life. But there's some things that are like, how would she know that? There's no way she would know that. Like, yeah, you can guess somebody's favorite color is blue, stuff like that. But stuff that she was saying was like, she was like, I somebody's coming through and they're saying the name Margaret. And Margaret, I say the the names Margaret, Susie, and Meg. I use those names to call people. It's like an endearing term for me, and it's also like, you know, you're stupid. So it can go for anything, really. But my family knows what I mean, and I call people Margaret's, Megs, and Susans all the time because they're hilarious names. And she was like, I, I, there's like a Margaret. I, I don't know. I don't know what that means. What Does that mean anything to you? And I started laughing. And I said, wow, like that is my grandfather saying that he is still listening and hearing me say Margaret in the living room and calling people Margaret's. So that's just amazing. And this was the best part. She goes, she has her eyes closed and she goes, um, you know, I, there's something about sweaty feet or, or like, like a foot issue. And I was like, oh my God, do you smell that? And she's like, no. And I was like, thank God, because I have hyperhidrosis. So I sweat really bad on my hands and feet. And like some shoes are just like they're they're dangerous. I could I could sit in a room and people would probably pass out, you know, if we were in an enclosed space, a small enclosed space. 
And this is my truth. I don't want to tell you these things, but this is my truth. This is my podcast. And you know, I'm not ashamed of it. Even if you don't want to hear it, I'm not ashamed of it. But the the best thing is, is she goes, she goes, do you have like a, a, a sweating a, a foot, you know, sweaty foot problem? And I was like, oh, you smell that? I was terrified. I thought she smelled my feet. And she was like, no, you know, I just know you have something with your feet. That's what I'm being told. So that is fantastic. And then she also said like, um, continue to stay on social media and she sees like comedy in my future and she sees something like happening through Facebook. So who knows? Maybe it's this podcast. I mean, I, I firmly believe that lady because she said some things are like, how do you know that? How do you know that? By looking at me, there's no way. She would have to bug my house 24 hours a day to know that. And she doesn't. It's just she truly hears these things and, and is contacting these spirits. But that's it's great. The, the foot thing. I, re- I thought she smelt it and she was like really kicking me out during the meeting because I accidentally wore like bad shoes and they were, oh, oh, Lord. You know, I'm just I'm thankful that she was, I guess, was at a, a decent, you know, distance away from me because... You know, when you, you don't like, when you have a, tr- have a problem smelling something on yourself, that's when it's really bad. That's when it's a problem. And I can't help it. It just happens. You know, and whenever I think of, like, shaking people's hands at church, like, that's when things skyrocket for me. My hands, it's just, like, that's been, like, you know, some people have superpowers. Like, that would be my superpower. Like, I can honestly sweat on command. If I close my hands and think of things that make me nervous, like, I'll literally have wet hands and that would be my superpower it's my superpower I don't know where why I sounded like that but that would be my superpower would be sweaty hands and that's really sad when you think about it because like in the realm of having cool super abilities that's like a sad sad one to have but I mean if realistically I mean not being a superhero and just having this natural gift I'm viewing it as a gift that's how I'm choosing to view it so moving on I feel like you know some of you people that listen to my podcast know more about me than some of some of the people that are really close to me. So things are getting real on this podcast. I also went to like a fancy restaurant in my neighborhood and fancy means like, you know, they have like a um a wood fire stove and they have like a little cellar area and lights and it just felt like the the place near me it felt like it was like a New York City bar restaurant it just it was really fancy and I was in there and they had a DJ come in later in the night and they were playing the song and then like there was this group of ladies like in front of me and then they started dancing and getting getting excited and when they got excited I got excited and I started like moving my hands frantically because I got really excited and as I did that I hit my water and spilt it all over my pants and spilt it all over my pants and thank god I had black pants on but my pants were soaking wet I screamed a little bit but nobody noticed so that happened and it was also great because we got this really expensive meal but then we split it between three people so it was really expensive and like I don't think there's any shame in that game like some people might be like oh you know that you just look you know what I work hard for my money and why not share food with people and pay less money so what? It doesn't look great. It doesn't look, oh, well, like you're, you're this old and you can't. No, you know what? If I can save money and still eat delicious food, why wouldn't I do that? And then as soon as we split the meal, like the waitress would not come back. Like we didn't see her for hours. We thought she went home because she did not want to deal with us because she thought she was going to get a bad tip. 
And girl, like, gratuity was in- included in that. So I don't know what she was even upset about. So, and I tip anyway. You know, people can't just not be starving when they go out. Like, is that a problem? So that happened and that was embarrassing, but I, I really dealt with it great. Like it spilt and then I immediately, I screamed and I acted like it didn't happen. And I just started laughing and stuff like that. And my friend's like, are you okay? So, and then also I went to a corn maze this week. And when I went to the corn maze, there was a pumpkin patch with a corn maze. And there's like a huge sign that says no picking or throwing the corn, no cutting through the caution tape. Um, no ripping the corn off its stalk, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, my friends are like, oh, we, we can't do this. I said, yes, we can. I've always done this. Oh, you know, who are they going to call the corn police? There's no rules in the corn maze. It, it's a free for all in the corn maze. And I, I always wanted to do the night corn maze where you have to run around in the corn maze and they have people chasing you. I've always wanted to do that, but nobody wants to do that with me. And I love as we were walking through the corn maze there were people like, hi, how are you? Hey. And you know, like literally corn kernels are flying all over the place because it was me, my dad and some of my friends. And we were just all grabbing corn and throwing it at each other. And like, there was this one time it was like me, my dad and my other friend. And we were like throwing a bunch of corn kernels at one of my friends. And it looked really bad. And like the friend, my friend that we were throwing the corn kernels at, like she was black. So this is just not like the social climate to be doing that and we were doing that to everybody it wasn't just her but like I realized this looks really bad like this can go south really quickly if people see this it's they're gonna think we're trying to like assault somebody and that was not the case so imagine a middle-aged white man me a white person and my Asian friend and we look like children all of us throwing corn at an African-American who also looks like a child. It's just a recipe for disaster. And there were even times where it was versus the Asian. And then it was even father versus daughter. So things got extremely out of hand. But if people would have saw that out of context, I think things could have been very problematic. But we were all throwing corn at each other and my friend had glasses on and they hit her glasses. Um, My friend almost got a corn kernel in her mouth. That would have been funny, but also disgusting. Um, And we were just all giggling and stuff like that. And then, you know, like we were having a great time throwing corn at each other. And I guess we were being loud and then somebody threw a whole corn at us. Like we were just throwing little kernels at each other. Like it's all fun and games, but literally getting like corn kernels to your face thrown really hard by like a grown man feels like you're getting like acupuncture in your face that's how much that hurts but we were throwing corn at each other and I don't know why I sounded like that and then yeah so somebody started throwing full corn full pieces of corn at us like the whole corn on the stalk and I yeah I think somebody was trying to start like a corn war and that reminds me of the time my dad threw it up in the air but he like threw it on accident a little bit too far and then all you heard was ow in the distance which I feel bad about. I mean, it's funny for a second, but then you feel really bad because what if that were you in that situation? And I love you. People were like, hey, how are you? And there were some people like they would see it happening. We were throwing corn kernels at each other and they're like, hey, how are you? And we were like, good, you know, and then they just walked by and then there were some people like, like giving us, there was one lady gave us like a really dirty look and she was watching us for like a good five minutes as she was walking away. Like she even turned around as she walked away and was like looking at us. Um, and we ended up like walking around the same spot, like five to 10 times, five to 10 times. And we just couldn't get out. 
and we literally didn't even do half the maze because we were in there for like an hour and a half and just we were not getting anywhere we were in the same spot five times we just saw like the same sign and there's like an exit area and we almost like I was cutting through the caution tape and then my friend's like I don't think we should do this and then like they all cut through the caution tape as well and there's a corn shooting area you can stick corn cobs in like a cannon an air cannon and shoot them at things and we were cutting through the caution tape and we we almost ended up in the corn shooting area so we could have got shot by a cannon a hydraulic a hydraulic cannon with corn and those things i mean they they must be going 50 miles an hour so i we were literally like one step away from ending up on that field where the corn cobs were being shot and we also picked apples. That was the first time I did that and there were no apples left. So we got some odd purple apples. But I guess I'm allergic reaction where my throat closes. So I'm not trying to risk it for the biscuit. I'm not trying to die eating a apple. Because of all the ways to go, that's like... That's like the most... Punk-ass way to go. Like, if I'm gonna die, have it be something like, wow. You know, that could have been in a movie. But like... Dying from apple, a purple apple that I picked at a farm. That's sad. And I also wanted to do like a haunted house. Like we, I went to uh, Eastern State Penitentiary. That's in PA and that's awesome. That's like a penitentiary from like the early 1900s. And it's supposedly haunted. And I went there with my friends and we, we heard things. And I, I saw like some things like, you know, you know, uh, glaring lights and I, I've seen some things and I've definitely heard some things like there'll be nothing going on it was just me and my friend looking through like this gate and then there was like you know one of the areas like the hallway areas where part of the jail is and we heard like noises so there were definitely you know ghosts in there and they have like an awesome nighttime like haunted area they have like different themes and they have like zombies and like radioactive plants and people dressed in all white and like you know, like ghosts and coming towards you it's just it's that's 10 for 10 I love that and I miss that so I definitely want to do that soon and I, I wish I could have done something like that this year but what are they gonna do like scare me from six feet away like boo you know in the distance boo you know like how oh from that far away how is that gonna I mean the my me being scared it'll be delayed you know by a few seconds because of that but next week I want it to be the Halloween episode and I'll definitely discuss some of the things I've done on Halloween and some of those kind of attractions and like not not talking about just the attractions just, just it's something if something crazy or interesting happened I want to talk about that so that's going to be um part of next week's episode it's going to be the Halloween episode so I'm going to talk about ridiculous things that have happened to me on Halloween and costumes I've worn and the reaction to those costumes because I have plenty of Halloween stories that like I can't believe these things happened and they do and they always do so I'm going to talk about that and I'll definitely talk about some spots that I've hit up on Halloween that have been great have been eventful have been fun have been weird I will talk about all of that that'll be next week and then the week after I want to do like a Halloween part two episode and I'm going to talk about how my Halloween this year went and I'll explain what I'm going to wear as my costume and how the outing will be. Because Halloween, it's like people act ridiculous when it's not Halloween. But when it's people are in costume, it's like people become totally different people. Not me. I mean, I have a little bit of a persona. But I just, I see things that are like, 
Well, Halloween really gives people, like, the liberty to do things that they would not normally do without a wig on, you know? So I'll definitely talk about that. I also went to Jersey City this week, and it has a beautiful view of the city over there. You can see New York City. It's beautiful for people who aren't from Jersey. I, I don't know if you know what I meant. You probably didn't know what I mean, but just to be explanatory. And I was looking for banana pudding. Long story. Couldn't find it. Ended up finding it, but we had to cross over these hedges, and I wanted to cross over the hedges, but there was a fence under there, so thank God I didn't, because that's where the light rail is. So, that is my trip in a nutshell, and then I, we, I, and then me and my friend did ping pong, and I've never seen so many Asian people in a room in my life, and that's awesome. I love Asians, but I just, I only know one Asian, that's my best friend, one of my best friends, and I just, I only really know her. So it's just cool seeing Asians all together in one area. I just don't see it often. And so we were playing ping pong, and I realized that's the only physical activity I've done this whole year. I was huffing and puffing, and I, it, like, if you saw me, you would be like, wow, she just worked out for, like, an hour. She ran on the treadmill. I literally played ping pong for 25 minutes, and that's what I look like. I was breathing heavy, sweaty. It's just, it helps me put things into perspective. Like, I need to get back into this gym and diet situation, which I'm starting next week, so I'll definitely keep you updated on that. But I had mononucleosis, mononucleosis, and then COVID. It's like the universe doesn't want me to work out. Like, I, I should, instead of fighting it, I should just let it happen. I think the universe doesn't want me, not even to be great, I just think it wants me to be happy. And, I mean, just, it's like divine intervention that I haven't touched a weight or have done any physical activity in, like, a year. But I gotta do it for my health. I gotta do it. Because rolling out of bed, I can't be... <sighs> that's that's problematic. That's problematic. I could lie to myself all I want. But we all know the truth. It needs to happen. So, and as we were going to Jersey City, uh, we were driving through Elizabeth. And there's this area, it's called the... Pulaski Skyway and there's like an odd scent it's like paint and like like if Elizabeth had a scratch and sniff that could be part of it like some of it would be un unpleasant but there's definitely some good scents in Elizabeth but that scent if, if anybody if you know you know and that reminds me of uh they had a honey boo boo scratch and sniff and it was like you know like pumpkin's armpit uh pumpkin pumpkin's armpit that's flavor flavor and then they also had like honey boo boo's uh like honey boo boos um like honey boo boo's stepfather's beard or something like that that was one of them and then the other one was scary and that's how they said spaghetti so uh that was one of them and i think that you know i think it'll be if i made an elizabeth scratch and sniff i think a lot of people would purchase it and i think i should really get like a patent on that and make that shit happen oh and before i end the episode i need to tell you what snaps my celery i need to tell you what snaps my celery so Walking Dead is in its 10th season. And I used to love that show. I used to so look forward to that show. I used to watch that show every week. I was on it. And you know, if they just would have ended when they were good in maybe the 6th or 7th season, they could have ended up on top and have could have been part of that, you know, the best shows of all time list. Walking Dead. Not, not Walking Dead. Not Walking Dead. But excuse me. Um, Breaking Bad. The Wire. Homeland, Game of Thrones, they could have been up there. Maybe not on the list, but up there. 
and just they let it go on too long and it's become garbage. And if you let something, it's always best to end to end on top. Because if you don't, you let something continue when it's not good quality. It just deteriorates and it honestly affects the art as a whole. And it's just, it, it could have been 100% good and now it's just, if the quality is bad, it affects the whole where it's just not as good as it should have been. So, for example, like, there's a little bit of a spoiler, so if you haven't seen it or you want to watch it, don't listen to this, but for me, things need to be realistic within the show. And I know some people are probably thinking, oh, but it's a zombie show, how realistic can it be? No. Things can be realistic within the realm of a show. Like, that would happen if this was a real situation. And if you constantly have things happening, like, for example, they had Glenn, he was under a dumpster, and there was a swarm of zombies. There's no way he would get out of that. If he's surrounded on all sides, there's no way he's getting out of that. Zombies don't sleep. So there's no way he's getting out of that. And he, they didn't show him for a few episodes and everybody, you assume he's dead and he's alive. And you know, when you do stuff like that, it shows that you have no rules, no structure to the show. And that means you could really do whatever you want. And people accept it because it's popular. And that's the show everybody's talking about. But when you do something like that, it just makes the show unbelievable. And that means they do whatever they want and they take small liberties here and there. Next thing you know, they have a clown zombie and it's like, where did that come from? And pe- people eat it up. But for me, that's not realistic within the realm of the show. And if it's not re- realistic, they have nothing that they have to that they have to answer for. It can be whatever. And it's just it doesn't work. And same thing with Game of Thrones. Amazing show. It was realistic within the realm of the show. Re- dragons are not realistic, no. But within the show, things were realistic. If this was a real-world situation, that all the things made sense that happened. You don't have randomly things happen or, oh, wow, that was cool. That that made no sense, but it was cool because that means they're just doing whatever they want. And that means the, the, the show doesn't have to stick to any rule. And that means it can go all, all over the place. And that show just upsets me because it's in the 10th season. And they, they, they pronounce somebody dead on the show and now he's alive or it was a dream. Or it was, oh, you know, he's talking like, you know, this is future him, but he's here really. You know, you can't do that then the show's not good anymore. It's just garbage. And if it would have ended sixth or seventh season, would have, would have, could, would have been one of, one of, a really great show. I'm not going to say one of the greatest of all time. A really great show. You know, it just really snaps my celery. Snaps my celery in half. But it's, it's just like if I, if I paint beautiful paintings, beautiful, beautiful paintings, and then I do a painting where it's just a circle. You're going to be like, yeah, her stuff was great and she was one of the greatest of all times. But then she did that weird thing. And now her work as a whole is not as good. Because she got lazy and she didn't care. And she didn't care about the story. She didn't care about the audience. All she did was caring about making more so she could make more money. And that's what I don't like. And I lose respect for shows when they do that and I don't watch it. But that's really, you know, that's not my celery. That's not my celery. It, It also reminds me of... Pretty Little Liars. I loved that show. I loved waiting till the end of the episode and then they have just a black glove. And it's like a black glove twisting a key into a small box. And in the box is a picture of some person. And it's like, who's that? Or somebody wearing a black glove and sticking a note on a, on a car windshield. Or somebody with a black glove, you know, wiping up blood from the floor. That was cool because you were interested and you were like, what is this? Who is this? Who could this be? And then with Pretty Little Liars, 
Everybody was A. The girls' mothers were A. Well, some of the main characters were A. Boyfriends were A. Somebody's little brother is A. The guy who works at the drugstore is A. The guy who works at the gas station is A. They're all A. And this one girl that's supposed to be blind and was blind for three seasons is all of a sudden faking it. And she wasn't blind. How did she get away with that? How did nobody know she was faking being blind? Not for one second, somebody didn't know she was blind. And you know what? People don't just, aren't just blind and then all of a sudden not be blind anymore. And she should have went to jail for that. She should have went to jail for that. That's disgusting. And Ezra Fitz, Ezra Fitz is a, oh, I'm a all of a sudden. I'm A. One of the main four girls is A. Somebody who's dead is A. And, hear this, is alive. You know what? I'm A. Because apparently, somebody you see in the show only once can be A. Can qualify to be A. So you know what? I've never been on the show but I'm A. And did you expect it? No, because you had no reason to expect it. But guess what? This whole time, you thought I was Mary Grace? <laughs> Think again. I'm A. So I hope that didn't spoil it for you. And if it did, there's no way, because you would have no inkling that it was me. And all of a sudden, it's me. So I'm A. For all of you people that love Pretty Little Liars, and you're sitting there still guessing, even though maybe the show is done, guess what? It's not over. And I'm A. In 20 years, when people are asking, you know, who's A? Did that show really end? Is there another A out there? It's me. I'm A. And if you were reading this, like if I had to transcribe it, it would be on a paper and it would say dash A. <laughs>